0: Hi, everyone. Welcome into the Padres. Going right into it. Yes. <laughs> I'm Eve Berkovitz. That was Trevor Messenger yelling in the background. Yep. Yep. It's always going to be. Or not in the background, I guess. Just as clear as is. I'm in the me. foreground, dude. Yeah. Double foreground here. I am in the foreground. So, Padres with POD, just, just in case anyone was wondering. Our Twitter handle is at the Padres. P O D R E S lot to talk about. Our last episode was an Adam Frazier episode. We've gotten to see him sort of be Oh, integrated. in like three games? Yeah. <laughs> I have problems with this lineup. Yeah, me too. I have problems
1: with... You know you know what? No. I have problems with the lineup construction. Ah. I don't have problems with the lineup. The lineup's great. Yeah. I have problems with the lineup construction. And most of that is Adam Frazier not playing every day. I'm not into it. I'm not into it at all.
0: Yeah, I, I concur with that.
1: I mean, I'm also not, not hot about the fact that he's playing left field sometimes and missing,
0: missing fly balls that turn into doubles, which turn oh. into grand slams. Oh, it's so, it's so stupid that he's playing in the outfield some games. Like, Hosmer just needs to be eliminated. I just
1: don't understand what's so wrong about playing Manny Machado, Fernando Tatis Jr., Adam Frazier, and Jake Cronenworth. Four all-stars, two starters. Sounds perfect
0: to it me. It sounds amazing. Sounds perfect to me, yeah. I don't see how it can get better than that, if you ask me. And lineup-wise, Tommy Pham, Adam Frazier, Fernando Tatis, Manny Machado.
1: That top four right there
0: is nightmares.
1: That top top five five. is nightmares for pitchers, dude. Yeah. You really
0: cannot get through an easy out one through five. No. In fact, they're all dangerous hitters one through five. Mm -hmm. Two of them are dangerous lefties. Three in a row. row, Four in a row would be all-stars. Frazier, Tatis, Machado... And Fam was pretty close. He was
1: pretty close. Yeah, he went on that. He went on a real hot. Show. He's cooled down a lot. A lot of guys have cooled down. Yeah, I noticed. Yeah, true. Fam um, cooled down. G- G- Grisham was in a. I mean, Massive Grisham funk. was in a huge slump. Yeah. Uh Even Cronenworth, I looked up his last thirty games. He's down
0: at like two fifty over the last. 30. Yeah, he's not hitting too well right now. But he'll, 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 be, he'll be back.
1: He's still. You know what though? He's still hitting some timely hits. Timely. He's, his the the. A lot of the problems with this team comes with with. uh timely, yes. with, being, with lack of clutch
0: gene. Definitely. For, you know, Hosmer, like, like we're Hosmer just, specifically. We're just better with Hosmer out of the lineup. We really are. We just are. We really are. And it's it's really not close. And and what was bothering me the most that Tingler's doing, like, I get it. You want to throw him in the lineup from time to time, do it. Matchup-based, whatever. But why for is sure. he batting fourth and fifth? Why is he batting at the top of the lineup? I have no idea. Like, that's when we need someone who can actually drive in runs and, like, yeah. make good contact. And he can't. And not hit dribblers to second base. When I went to one of those Rocky games uh,
1: that I went to last, last Saturday, I went to the one that we lost 5-3, to three, and I went to the Sunday game that we won.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and on the, the one that we lost, we had a runner on first, one out. Eric Hosmer came to bat. This was in, like, the th- second or third inning. Mm. And what did he do? Grounded into a double play to second base, and I remember I, I, I yelled from the stands. I was like, "Where have I seen that before?" <laughs> well, that's right on my TV How every about night.
0: Every at bat ever. Oh, uh, it's man. just so.
1: And like, we, I was talking to you about this before we started recording. Uh, his his last thirty games, he's hitting at
0: a three forty four average, which is so misleading. It is so misleading. It's so misleading. People talked about his July stats, one of the best months of his career. I was like, oh, please. His slugging
1: This guy is Russell Westbrook. Dude, his slugging percentage. on Let's look at his slugging percentage on the year and for the last 30. For the last 30, it was under 500. I remember that specifically. For the last 30, 30, it was 462.
0: He hasn't hit. He doesn't hit doubles. He doesn't hit home runs. No. The only times he tries to hit doubles now is because this guy thinks he's fast and starting to really like push for extra bases. Like he's Tatis. Have you noticed that? Yeah, he's starting to try to take bases yeah, a little more aggressively, yeah, he is. and I'm like, watching this guy run is just painful. His slugging percentage this year
1: as a whole, <laughs> dude, it's Austin Hedges level oh. bad. Three eighty seven slugging. Oh, yuck, dude. That's disgusting. Oh, my
0: God. When's the last time
1: he's hit a tater? It's been a long time. I don't even know, honestly. what is what is? I want to see what MLB average slugging percentage is.
0: Last year, he hit some home runs. This year, he's just not. 435
1: is the MLB average of slugging. And he's at? 387. Jeez. Dude. That is... This Gross. man gets paid twenty million dollars. Twenty million dollars only for the next two years. After that it's thirteen <sighs> and we're gonna be much more. I don't understand what what um, why salary has anything to do with whether or not a guy's in the lineup. Couldn't agree. If a guy's more. not producing, take him out of the lineup. Couldn't agree you're more. You're paying him regardless. Who cares? Yeah. Who cares? Couldn't agree more. It's it's if Adam Fraser, who you're paying less money, is giving you more production, right. put him in. Yeah. Over
0: Hosmer and Adam Frazier has been, he's in, he's slumping a little as well. Who you you, you can't? It's hard to hold up a exactly. It's impossible. Pace. impossible. It's so hard. But Frazier's just so good, and we all know that. And he's so selective about his pitches, makes good contact as we know. And literally, there's not a person in the MLB, dude. There's not a single human in the MLB who would take Hosmer over Frazier.
1: No, there's not one single. It's not team. even
0: close. No. And and it's I don't get why we're making s- some of these decisions. You and I have had figured out very early on what the lineup should be, who should be playing where in in a must win game. Yeah, which they're pretty much all must wins at this moment. At, at this point, you have to win every series. We need to win. Yeah, we every need to win every for series sure. for the rest. And of I the And I want to win like seventy percent of our games. Yeah,
1: it's it, we're seven and a half back. Yeah the seven the, and a the half division
0: is- the division title is. Is looking, you know, well, I would give us a one percent chance, less than one percent. But chance. I'd like to have a home game for the wild card game.
1: That's still very much in play. So we we're need and to and catch the Dodgers. The time, yeah. yeah,
0: and we're obviously going to play them in some series coming up. But for those lineups, like Famine left, Grisham in center, Will Myers in right, Machado, Tatis. If he's, if he comes back, Tatis sounds like he's going to Fraser, Cronenworth, Nola. We need Nola, by the way. Nola's great, dude. Nola has the other been night? outstanding upon his return. <laughs> Four it, hits the other night. Yeah. Great. Have, have you seen his stats when he plays versus when he does Padres' yeah, record? I saw
1: those, but I don't remember them exactly. He due. just
0: leads to wins. He just leads to wins. No, I forgot the actual It was our record. record. Yeah, it was our yeah. record
1: with him without him. But, and it was significantly better.
0: But just so much better. We're just He just plays winning ball, and we need that. Provides does. offense. And he's obviously very good defensively. He knows how to call a game, which is vital. And actually, like, this has been a a point of discussion recently, and I'm I'm curious about your thoughts on this. Caratini is not a great framer.
1: Ooh, interesting.
0: Yeah. He doesn't frame very well. In fact, there have been multiple occasions where an account that was high leverage, a pitch would come into the zone, but it would be, like, not where the pitch was expected to be, slightly missed the location, Caratini would catch the ball and take it out of the zone. I know what you're talking about. Costing us strikes.
1: I know what you're talking about. Yeah. That also, I mean, that's such a tough situation because as a pitcher, it is your job to hit your spots. But as a catcher, it's your job to make oh. up for any little yeah. little mistake that your pitcher might make. And Nola? you should be, yeah.
0: Nola is great at framing. Is he? And Yeah. I'm going to start paying more Pay attention, attention to this. this. Pay attention to this. I'm going to start paying way more attention to it this. It is interesting, man. And I think... Costing us strikes, which obviously we're not even getting into the umpire situation. That's that's a whole other thing. It's horrible. When we get to uh, robot umps, we're going to be in such a better. Can't wait because no, you literally can't argue it, dude. I'm getting mad. I'm getting mad
1: for the other team. Yeah, and when I'm watching our games, yeah, I'm literally like, it, we'll we'll get a call or we'll yeah, or they'll they won't get a call, and I'm just like, come on, yeah. Man. How could you possibly see a pitch six inches off the plate and so think it's a bad. strike? It's
0: terrible. Angel Hernandez the other day made a call, a strike three call on a pitch that was just so far out of the zone. And the the commentator, I want to say it was the Giants, maybe not. The their play by play said, Well, it's not an official game until Angel Hernandez inserts himself <laughs> into the final results. <laughs> that's good and I was just like that's good if if you have that type of reputation it's just bad it is pretty bad like that's embarrassing
1: um yeah
0: I don't mind I like I like
1: the Giants announcers I like that broadcast team they're pretty solid they're pretty good my second favorite in all in all of baseball uh have you listened to many of them
0: yeah to an extent
1: uh the Nationals oh yeah I love the Nationals broadcast team yeah when they when they went on that run in 2019, I watched a lot of their baseball cuz cool. I just really liked all their yeah, so, yeah, all yeah. their all their players. Right. Uh one of them who I can't name anymore. Um oh, we got to talk about that a little bit. We will. Cuz that was depressing. Um but I was watching a lot of a lot of Nationals games and their their uh specifically their play-by-play guy is really good. Mm. And just kind of really smooth, really knows what he's talking about with baseball. Yeah. They don't they don't mess around too much like Don and Mud do, but uh they do crack a few crack wise a little bit,
0: and cool. uh, they just do a great job. I like the Mariners team because sometimes when we like demolish a team, I'll go back and watch the highlights from their perspective just to see how they're like talking us up. It's oh. pretty fun. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I haven't done that either. So I'll go back like when Tatis like literally demolished the Mariners like single handedly in that yeah. series where we just swept them, and it was like uh-huh. Tatis had like six bombs in a four game stretch, and that grand slam where where Ursula was like. This is still San Diego. This is Fernando Tatis Jr. as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I watched it from their perspective. just that moment. And it was just so funny. They're like, yep, and that ball's gone. <laughs> and good thing we won't have to see this guy till next year. <laughs> and then, like, the analyst, I forgot the analyst's name, but he was like, Yep, yep, this is <laughs> this is tough. Yeah. <laughs> they were like. It's just, just so depressing and they're just going through the Padres lineup and they're like I mean there's just no weak spots. <laughs> they're like you go from this to Tatis to Machado to Chrono that just doesn't stop and we just got to get out of here. <laughs> it's just so fun. Yeah. That's so great. I recommend that if anyone's listening to this and it's it's just very fun just to hear how other uh, team or other broadcasters yeah. talk about the Padres when we're when we're going well obviously and when they talk about Fernando Tatis Jr. and how special he it is. It's just fun, fun to hear their perspective.
1: If we get a home game in the wild card round, it's one game is win the one game and move on. Got to win the one game. Game 163. Just take it and move on. Because after that, it's you just have you just sacrifice one home game. And if you can just... Just got to win a three-game series. Probably against the Giants. Probably against the Giants. Probably against the Giants. Definitely against the Giants. They just show no signs of slowing down. I don't know what... Happened this year. Yeah. Why was no one prepared for this? That exact No one. Not, forget about us. Just two yahoos on a couch. But like, be, like legitimate paid baseball pundits have, had no idea this was coming. Yeah. Even the Giants
0: themselves didn't oh, see it coming. Oh, they've super overperformed. Massively. And then to go out and get Chris Bryant. Scary. I read a quote from him about the, uh, the game they played last
1: night. where He was like, we had no business winning that game. I just didn't pay attention to baseball yesterday. I, I just took yesterday
0: off. Probably a good call. Yeah. I, I I checked in after seeing that the Diamondbacks were up 4-0 on the ninth. I was like, nice. Did they win? And then I opened up the game, and the, the Giants had the bases loaded with nobody out. And I was like, oh, boy. Yeah, go ahead and look up the results, Trevor. I'm excited to see your reaction. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. That's sad. <laughs> Freaking granny. Uh, Who hit it, Chris? Chris Bryant. Oh, he hit a go-ahead double. Chris Bryant hit a go-ahead double, the game-winning double. Yeah. Yikes. So, yikes. That's that. Let's go ahead and and move on. Let's talk about our friars here. Because I mean, we've touched on it briefly, but the biggest adjustment that needs to be made is getting Eric Hosmer out of the everyday lineup. Yeah. And and Will Myers. Will Myers is our everyday right fielder, right?
1: Yeah, but you can spell him with Jerks and Profar against the lefties. yeah. You know.
0: Frazier, just keep I'm Fraser much more confident. at second yeah. base.
1: Keep Frazier at second base. I'm much more confident in pro-far in the corner outfield spots than mm-hmm. center. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: and with this injury right now, like, I still think Cronenworth needs to play first base. I agree. With Tatis out. I 100% agree. Because like, Cronenworth can play short, obviously. He's amazing with the glove. But why Ha-Sung not Kim. put Hassan Kim out there? Then... Frazier and Cronenworth, because I would ray, way rather have Hassan Kim than Hosmer in the lineup. I would too. Right? I would too. I feel way better about Hos and Hassan's been looking good at the plate. When he epic one of the games I was at, oh
1: my god, he hit that 420 foot off the 97 mile an hour fastball, off right? A 97 mile turned. an hour fastball, dude. That thing got out of there in a hurry. as yeah. soon as it left the bat. In the stand, I was sitting in the stands in right field. I said
0: bye. It was crushed and. He's hitting doubles. Yeah. He's obviously elite in the field. He's hitting for a little bit of power. Power. And timely. Power, timely, yes. And his glove is... His glove
1: is fantastic.
0: I think he's second in... He's uh, in in the top five of defensive run saves. Yeah.
1: Defensive run saved or...
0: DFRS, is that what
1: it is? Or outs above average.
0: All that stuff. Something like that. He's second. And I was like, dude, this guy is elite with the glove. Way rather have him in the lineup. I feel way better with him at the plate than I do Hosmer. And a lineup right now with no Tatis should still be able to win games. That's how good we are. And Hassan Kim has led us to some games, and then for some reason, out of the lineup the next game. And I'm like, can you just leave him in?
1: Yeah, I don't get it. I really, I really, I really don't understand. Yeah. The the logic behind or lack thereof behind keeping a guy in the lineup just because of the salary he makes. I just don't get it. Yeah. I just don't understand. I mean. It, Maybe that if maybe it's, I'm not a professional man, I don't, I don't work in baseball. Maybe yeah. there's something that I don't know, but as far as I can tell, the ultimate goal is winning as many games as possible and making it to the playoffs. And with Eric Hosmer in the lineup, I, I just see us getting worse.
0: Yes, definitely. And and I mean, I love Tingler, you know, we both love Tingler, but there's definitely areas where I think. He needs to get better, and that's just being making harsher decisions when needed. And we want to see Hassan Kim in the lineup right now while Tatis is out. Like, we all do. We all do. And we all want to see Hosmer out of the lineup. Hassan Kim, uh, Frazier, Cronenworth. I just don't see why that's so crazy. And then Tommy Pham's our everyday left fielder. He's earned that. Uh, Grisham in center. And Marisnik, I like that we have Marisnik so we can give Grisham days off. We talked about this. Because Mariznick is great with the glove. He is. He can play anywhere in the outfield, which is super nice. And I really trust him out there on defense. Agreed. And obviously, he's not a great hitter. So, he's not our everyday. But he came up with a couple of solid he
1: singles. He has, yeah. I don't mind him as an eight-hitter. He can make contact, but he's better than Mateo. Better than Mateo, that's for better, sure. Better than Mateo was, so. Remember when we hit that 24-run game and Mateo hit
0: a yeah. hit a solo home yeah. run in the ninth inning for no reason? <laughs> yeah. So I mean, you know, all those things put aside, there there are some adjustments that need to be made to a lineup. If we're in a one game playoff, tell me your lineup and, and batting and the batting order.
1: My lineup. Okay. I'll just give us the batting
0: order Let's position, say let's let's go even
1: game. further with the hypothetical and say that it's against the Dodgers, because that's course. the most most likely. It's scenario. gonna be against the Dodgers. I know.
0: They just got Scherzer and Trey freaking turn. Yeah. You know. Ugh.
1: Vomit. Who they throw out their game one? Scherzer? Scherzer. So we're against Scherzer. Fam. Frazier, Tatis, Machado, Cronenworth.
0: Wait, can you give me their positions? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. As you're going. So, fam
1: left field. Who did I say? Frazier. Frazier second base. Tatis shortstop. Machado third base. Cronenworth first base. Then I think you go.
0: Nola. Grisham Nolaners. in center?
1: Oh, no, maybe Nola. Unless you start you, Darvish, in the first game, and then you got to put Karatini in
0: that's Caratini.
1: Let's say you put Darvish. Let's let's do that. Let's say you put Darvish. Then you go Grisham, Myers, Caratini, Darvish. Grisham center field. Yeah. Myers right field. Caratini catcher. Darvish pitching. It's a pretty good lineup. If you do Musgrove, then you could theoretically go six-hole Nola behind the dish. Grisham, then I think maybe Grisham Myers. What if you flip them so you have some speed on the bases potentially, and put Grisham eight, mm. just in case he comes up with one out. Yeah, because then you sacrifice the pitcher. And he can he's,
0: hit. And obviously, he can hit with some pop. Yeah, he's got some pop. I think so. maybe you
1: go seven Myers, eight Grisham to turn the lineup over. It's a pretty good lineup.
0: Also, bring the DH to the National oh, League. I'm so wait. tired of this. I can't wait till the DH is there. You want people to engage with your sport? Bring the DH. Yes. Figure out what you're doing with the juiced balls or whatever. One of my favorite adjustments they've made in the last, I don't know how many years, but when they, the intentional walk.
1: Oh, yeah, the, the lack of the four pitches? Yeah. yeah. Like, just put them Get on. it out of there. Yeah, put them on. This is
0: ridiculous. The amount of time that would take. So much with time. With the catcher standing out there, putting his arm out, then stepping to the side. Then th- and I'm like, dude. This, there was uh, that
1: time, though, that Miguel Cabrera stepped out and hit a single off of it. Vlad, that was pretty cool. Vlad
0: Guerrero stepped out and hit a double. Yeah, he did, didn't he? That bad Or maybe it was a yeah because I, I could hit anything. Vlad, man. Beast. Anyway, so I like that lineup, man. I like that one-game playoff lineup. The, my question is, starter-wise, Darvish has been struggling. yes has. He has. People I, have, what do you How much do you think that has to do with the spider attack? I was about to ask you that because a lot of people have brought that up, and it makes me think
1: that. It does. Everyone, I, I, when they first implemented that rule, though, I remember a bunch of people saying Joe Musgrove is going to be the one that spider attack affects the most.
0: Boy, were they nah, wrong. Boy, were they wrong. Egg yep. on their face. <laughs> Yeah.
1: Yeah, I uh, he's 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 resurfaced. He like he had that he had, slump, a, he had a rough little spurt. Like 3 4 starts, yeah, gave up a few great. runs. But, but he now he's was, back, is the is back under he 3. He was
0: lights out in that loss, a loss to the Oakland A's, dude. So upset. Okay. So we have a nice easy stretch of games right now. But Not unfortunately. Unfortunately, I can't say easy because we tend to play down to our competition. If we don't, if we play Padres baseball and actually knock in runs, get our offense going, decent pitching, solid bullpen, I like where we're at. Having Matt Strom back is huge,
1: massive, massive, huge. massive plus. Yeah,
0: so big. So and much agreed. I know that I know that I have stated multiple times that I'm not. I don't want to overreact to anything, but because this notion has been concerning me for a while now I am concerned about Mark Melanson
1: yeah he hasn't been great lately he he's been getting been lately. rocked
0: lately rocked
1: yeah yeah he's been getting tagged up for a couple of runs and I think I think maybe you you uh you give him a week off or so especially when we get Daniel Hudson in there
0: oh what a pickup I'm excited for Daniel Hudson that's big
1: oh wow there's gonna be some retooling of this of this uh bullpen oh yeah Hudson and Lamette coming back. Oh, my God. Who goes away?
0: I'm like... Who does go in the bill? Is Chris Matt even on the... He's got to be. No,
1: he's not. He's not. Yeah, he is. Oh, yeah, he is. He's pitched for us so much. He's on the IL. Oh, that's the 40 man. I'm on the 40 man. I need to go to the active. Um, Miguel Diaz. He's out. Goes away. See you around. And so does... Oh, boy. Hmm. Oh, so does Reese Kinnear.
0: Oh, yeah. Reece. And then they
1: go and then they go bullpen day. I'm pretty one of happy those.
0: with Reese Kinnear. I think he did his job.
1: He did his job last game. He still walks too many guys.
0: Yeah, listen, he's not going to be part of the everyday roster. Right, I know. From what I it's saw. Hard.
1: Yeah, it's hard to be tough on that guy.
0: From what I saw, I was like, dude, thank you. You so, did what we, did what we asked of you. Yeah. You showed up. You started some games. He went like five innings one game. I was pleased. So... Man, I just I'm re- I'm ready for the day where Lamette is our closer. I'm just ready. He would be lights out. Same. He's lights. That would be lights out. Like that's it. It's. I I don't envision that guy blowing a save. Ever. It just depends on if. He's, I really yeah I really don't think he's a starter. anybody but. I really don't think his I arm think, is built for a starter. I think role. they've accepted that now. But anyway, I think
1: once he gets built up to a to a closer role too, I think he starts dotting triple digits.
0: Oh yeah! Remember, remember how I told you. Remember, how I told you. You hum it up if yeah. you're only
1: throwing one inning. I think. I think at first he starts mid-upper nineties, and he's probably a fifth or sixth inning guy, 6th or seventh inning guy. And then once he starts getting built up and is really, really healthy, I think he starts to let it let it loose and starts throwing ninety-nine hundred. Oh, that'd be sweet. And then with a the ninety-mile-an-hour slider,
0: forget it. That's a luck. Forget it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck, guys. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that'd be epic. Okay. All right, yeah, so, I mean, Hudson coming back will be huge for us, too. Very Hudson's I mean, a good pickup. Really Hudson's good a really pickup. good pickup. Really good pickup. And you know what? Just to touch on the trade deadline thing, because I don't want to spend too much time, because it was such a dark couple of days. Terrible. And just terrible reporting. Ken Rosenthal.
1: Literally, that was the worst thing that could have happened. Lost
0: credibility.
1: That was the worst thing that could have happened to us.
0: Yeah, to go to the Dodgers, to And Trey Turner. And
1: Trey Turner. Who
0: I love
1: And they dearly. have Corey Seager coming back. My, I told you this. The worst part about the Trey Turner thing is that we traded him for Will Myers yeah. in 2015. He made it all the way to the Nationals, won a World Series with him, and is now going to our hated division rival. Which this series that they played against the Astros, their fans are despicable.
0: Yeah, yeah, they are. I don't even, I don't even want to. That's be- all I will say. That's on That's yeah, like because. We Despicable. all know this. We all know that Dodger fans aren't the greatest. In fact, when they're not the greatest, they're the worst. And I don't. I just don't even want to give them the time of day on this podcast because this podcast mm-hmm. is about the the better Southern California team. That's right. And I'd rather spend my energy there instead of talking about useless Dodger fans. That's true. So, I do think it's interesting. Our bullpen's getting better. Daniel Hudson, great pickup. If the if the which I tweeted about this from the Padres account, if. We didn't get wind that we might get Scherzer or whatever. The, the catastrophe that happened and they went to the Dodgers. Overall, I'd be like, this was a, a fine trade deadline. Adam Fraser, Hudson, I'm pleased. Some, some depth, center field position. I agree. I know people wanted a starter, and I feel that. But like, I also don't want to give up assets. Well, next year we're going to get Clevenger back. The price... The oh. price tag on those starters was, was so Out high. of this world. Berrios was massive. Like, the, the cost of that was what so did they, high. What did they give him? Their two and three? Their yes. number two and three? Yes. Yeah. That would have
1: been the equivalent of us giving up Gore and Hassel.
0: Like, for Berrios, Forget it. who's like a middle to end rotation starter, He, especially in our rotation, I can't even guarantee that he would have a spot in two years. He wouldn't. Like with Weathers and Gore, if Gore ends up coming up, like that guy's not going to have a spot in our rotation. No chance. With, you know, with you got Darvish, Clevenger, Darvish, Musgrove, Weathers, Clevenger, Darvish, Musgrove, Snell, Snow. like Weathers. we're stacked. Yeah. So I, I, I appreciate Preller, and I do think, I do think it's fine. It sucks that we didn't get Scherzer. I really wanted Scherzer. We all did. Yeah, everyone did. Would have been big. Obviously, Scherzer's amazing. We know that. What I'm hoping our is... timeline is extended. Do they,
1: does, is, how long is Turner under contract for? Because yeah. they could have very well depleted that top two spot in their, in their farm.
0: They definitely. That we did. didn't at, yeah. for
1: like a year of a rental. Yeah. if they don't win this year. When is Trey Turner's contract up?
0: Would you mind pulling oh, that let's up? Let's see.
1: Let's find out. I know there's a rental for this year, but there was that whole thing about him wanting an extension. Mm-hmm. We know they can afford it. Right. We'll see. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting, man. Trey Turner, it's it's it pisses me off because Trey Turner to me is the second best shortstop in baseball. I agree, I agree, and that just sucks. It sucks that he's they there have now. him this year and next year. Okay, okay. Hey, listen, Bellinger sucks now.
1: Corey Seager's leaving. Seager's, Seager's a leave. free agent at the end yeah. of the year. Yeah,
0: if they get him back, that'll be scary. Shortstop sure, second base.
1: Yeah. What I, what, I saw a thing the other day on Twitter that uh, I really agreed with is in a couple years when Myers and Hosmer are both off the books, uh, I guarantee you we sign a big-name free agent. Pitcher, probably. Because we probably won't have Darvish or Snell, mm. one of the two, or want to replace one of them.
0: Yes, uh, I mean, Darvish is 34.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Snell's I mean, but, 30.
0: But pitchers... Have Long they do.
1: They do have longer lifespan. Scherzer's thirty-seven.
0: Exactly, and he still lights out.
1: Um, but I think, I think in a few years when a when a big name starter becomes available, I think we're a major player for him.
0: I think we're a major player for everyone now. I agree. I really do. Getting Hosmer, getting Hosmer off the books. We and Myers, we're gonna have a slot for a big contract. How funny would it be if we signed Scherzer? just like we did Manny Machado that same year yeah it'd be sick yeah so I mean you know I would take I would take a big name first baseman too because I don't know how long we're gonna have Frazier either he's under contract for what two more years
1: Uh, this year and next year
0: yeah big name first baseman who can rake unless they unless they finally solidify that Kronor's gonna be our everyday first first baseman who's raking with the Yankees just raking I think next year Abrams might make our roster I can see that happening like a mid mid season call-up.
1: I could see that happening. I'm still wondering if Gore gets a September call-up. I really want that to happen. I just so want to see what he's got. Me too, dude. I just want to see what he's got. Me too. When he was with the storm, which is when I was first living here, I considered going down to, to Lake Elsinore to see him pitch. And I just it never lined up with my schedule and I was always really bummed about it. Now he's over in I El Paso. Yeah. But yeah, he he we gotta see what he what he can do. I just want to it's Me too. again i'm not a I'm not in the front office. I don't
0: know my decisions probably aren't their decisions I trust oh, you know what's interesting also, that I want to talk to you about how long is Larry rothschild our pitching coach? Not very much longer
1: when i dude when we first got yeah. him, I was so I was like, who is this guy I mean, I was like why'd the Yankees get rid of him why and I went and looked looked stuff up on like their kind of. Message boards, they're like their version of gaslight yeah, no, balls. I, re- and I stuff remember like you that. saying this. And they were like, yo, this guy's trash. Say goodbye to Chris Paddock's fastball. Yeah. Say goodbye to everyone's fastball. It's going to be terrible. He what? just looks like a lump of a man in the dugout. That's what he <laughs> looks like to me. Every time I it, see him, he's got his big
0: goofy ears. And I'm like, who are you? Darren Balzi. Darren Balzee was pretty good. What's wrong? Well, where did he go? He's, he's now a consultant in the minors. For Why, us. though? What happened? I don't know. Did he want to take a step back? And they granted I mean, him
1: the, or or were they looking for an upgrade in may- the complete opposite direction? Because Larry
0: Rothschild sucks. Yeah, he's so bad. Not a fan. He needs to. He needs to be gone. Rothschild is a problem. I agree. Clearly, I agree. I very much agree. He's made good pitchers worse, and bad pitchers bad. Stay the same. <laughs> yeah.
1: No better. Yeah. He just hasn't made like
0: him better. this is it, it's it's, it's not great, man, and. We got yeah, we gotta bring a pitching coach that actually helps because we have such talent on this roster. So much talent. And it doesn't make sense how much we're underperforming. You gotta to look towards the leadership at this point. And Tingler, I think, is still fine, but Rothsch- it's not helping his case having Rothschild on his team. It's not helping his case. I think case. that was a
1: front office decision, less of a Jay Tingler decision. I don't know if that was Jay Tingler's decision. It would
0: seem weird because Tingler sort of you know, he's sort of with the times. Yeah, he's definitely like analytical. He thinks about like you know, he's he's a he's modern. Like six years older than us. he's a modern like manager. Whereas Rothschild is a fossil and a half. Yeah, he is. So yeah, he is. That guy needs to go, man. Rothschild needs to go. And ho- I'm hoping that this is his last.
1: The re- year. Yo, the rest of our coaching staff is pretty young. Schumacher, a beast. Love that guy.
0: Love Schumacher.
1: Uh, Schumacher's great. Barajas he's... is in his 40s yep. or 50s. Yeah. Relatively young. I don't know who the bullpen
0: coach is. What's your stance on uh, Dickerson? Oh, Bobby Dickerson? Yeah. Um, He's been very aggressive waving runners around third. Very aggressive way. waving him around third. Yeah.
1: I think, I think that's just a result of how much speed this team has, how much they steal bases. He's waving Eric Hosmer around third. That was a problem. <laughs> that was a problem. Yeah. That I don't agree with.
0: And Profar wasn't even close the other day. Yeah, that was weird too. It was just a bad read off the back because Profar's fast. Yeah, he's got speed. And, and Grisham hit that off the wall. I was like, oh, this should be a two-run double. Easily. Easy.
1: And he was thrown out by 10 feet. It wasn't even close.
0: I think maybe Profar got held up somehow. I can't I remember did, the play. Hosmer. I think, like well, Hosmer held up between second and third because he wasn't sure if it was going to get caught. And then he left. That's what it's got to be. Him. But Profar should have already been on Hosmer's tail.
1: Yeah, he's, Yeah, he should have been right behind him. Yeah. They score one run. They score two runs in that situation. Yeah, yeah, that that should have been a two-run double. That was tough. So we have we have looking at our schedule coming up, which has been like just the talk of every Padres radio station. Yeah. Everything that's going on: Arizona for four, Colorado for three. Or no, I'm sorry. Arizona for three, Miami for three. Arizona for four, Colorado for three. How many is that? Three, six, so ten, got, thirteen. If you don't go. 11 and 13. Yeah. That is a 11 and 2. Failure. Yeah. Of a stretch. Yeah.
0: Failure. It sounds like you've noticed the two outs walk situation. I
1: have. I have and it's happened it happens frequently. So frequently. Or not even a walk either, base hit too. Drives you know, me or a, a two-bagger. Yeah, it's not it's frustrating. It's very frustrating cuz it just opens them right back up to yes, score a run. Exactly. A double scores a run if the, if the exactly. guy's fast. Just stop walking people. Stop walking guys. You know what I've noticed on so much with this staff mm-hmm. nibbling. Yes, I've never seen so much nibbling in my life. <laughs> yeah. I went fishing last week. I didn't see that much. This much nibbling, dude. <laughs> it's crazy nibbling it. Yeah. everything, dude. Yeah, like a mouse on a little cookie left behind. Strike. It's disgusting. Pound pictures. the zone, dude. Yeah. The, Snell. The reason he was so successful the last outing, he hit. He threw his fastball in the zone so much. He threw it in the zone, and they could. Dude, someone struck out on a pitch. Down the middle. <laughs> it was like 95, which <clears throat> is regular yeah, cheese very in Major hittable. League Baseball these yeah. days.
0: And they, they couldn't catch up to it. Challenge the guys. Quit nibbling. Yeah. Because we get challenged on a daily basis, and guess where our offense is? In the sewer. Not great. Yeah. Not great. It's so frustrating seeing this team, some games, just not even just runs. disinterested. Just disinterested. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, I get it. The starter gave four runs in the first. Get over it. Come back. Keep going. Put some contact on the ball. I'm not trying to see you guys go up there and strike out and make these subpar pitchers look like Cy Young candidates. Merrill Kelly. Oh, my God. We don't goodness. face
1: Merrill Kelly in this series, thank God. Yeah, he's the
0: Padres killer, that guy.
1: That dude murders us. He has like a five-plus ERA against the rest of the
0: league. Yeah. And I think against us, it's under he's, two. He's objectively terrible. Yeah. Yeah, he is. And for some reason against us, we look like we look like the Padres of 2016 against that, against that guy.
1: Yeah. It's one. I saw. I saw another tweet the other day uh. that someone was the, apparently the Cardinals fan base has been disgusting lately on Twitter, just talking talking trash to the, like players and the mm-hmm. reporters and stuff like that. And they said something to the reporter that was like, "I can't. I'm so sorry that you have to suffer through this." And she goes, "I covered the 2018 66 and 96 Padres. <laughs> this is a cakewalk because <laughs> <laughs> the Cardinals are 500." <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, the disrespect! Just roasted us. The disrespect. It was awesome. Yeah.
1: I loved it. I, I I laughed so hard.
0: I smashed the like button. Oh, the most recent. I also love watching MLB Network when they talk about the Padres because obviously we never get national coverage. Never. And it's just cool that we finally are. But hearing Brian Kenny go into detail about how good Machado is the other day, I don't know if you saw that video.
1: I did, but I didn't get to watch it. Oh. Maybe it's
0: on. Maybe it's on here. So, you know what? Take some time right now. He leads the National League in RBIs. So did you know that? Yes. And look at everything Brian Kenny just talked about. This guy does everything for us. Everything. Everything. And leadership. He's a platinum glove, third baseman. Oh, he is. Platinum glove,
1: platinum glove. If this guy Best does, defender yeah, in, base, in baseball.
0: If this guy doesn't win a gold glove, if Aaron Otto wins another gold glove in front of him, I'm going to be upset. You be know what? He's, a, he's had a couple throwing errors lately. Yeah, that, that, was, that was a weird like week. But it was. I mean, he's already past that now. Yeah. It seems like it's just over. I, I mean, to... I
1: don't know, man. That, that he they showed one of the highlights in that video was him hitting a home run off uh was it Zach Wheeler? Someone on the Phillies, and it was just a laser shot to dead center field that yeah. just had that, that oh, yeah. crazy the, curving arc, swing? like the two seam arc. Yeah, was this the two-handed swing one? Yes. Yeah. I mean, that was one of the most beautiful home <laughs>
0: runs I've ever watched him hit. Yeah. I could I was my jaw dropped, and I saw I watched it live. I love watching that guy at the plate, man. I do just... too. He's just so good, so steady, and our and just most reliable person. He mentioned that basically
1: at this point of this season, if you combine last season with this season, it's hundred, oh, roughly 162 games. It's almost a full, full season. Uh, that's how that's how many games Chase Tingler's managed. That's He's in his first year. He's True. just graduating from his first year. He's becoming
0: a major league manager. True. And he's had a... Winning record. Yeah, he's been great. He's been one of the best he's been great. teams in baseball. He's been great. Okay, so this stretch of games, uh, areas of focus for you, fire for you, please, and before we round out this episode. Length from starters. Yep. So, I'm talking seriously. I'm
1: talking six, seven, eight innings. Totally. Maybe even a CG or two. Definitely. You know what I liked? On the, on the game I went to on Sunday the first four runs were manufactured runs. They weren't hit... They weren't home runs. It was singles and doubles and I think a walk in there. A walk or two in there. Love those. Cronenworth games. hit a two-run double and yep. Hassan Kim hit a two-run double. I remember. I, I like that. I Me like, too. I like the manufactured runs. I want home runs with runners on base. Yeah, don't rely on the home run so much. Yeah. Don't rely on Make the home contact. run so much, but when you do, hit it with guys on base. Yeah. Eric Hosmer Ugh. striking out with the bases loaded <laughs> and then hitting a solo home run,
0: Two innings later. I hate it. I hate it. Fix, fix it, Eric. So those are good areas of focus. I'm gonna Eric make, Hosmer not being in the lineup. That's I'm going to focus on the lineups big time. Yeah. I want to make sure Tommy Pham is leading off every game. Fraser batting second. I'm also going to be keeping an eye on the usage of Hassan Kim. I like it. I'd like to see him play more, to be frank. And on top of that, the last thing that I'm going to be looking at is LaMette's health. That's Lament's, a big one. Lamet's big.
1: I think. I think moving him to the bullpen and really giving up on him being a starter is yeah. the move.
0: Yeah, I think so too. I think we also need to be keeping an eye on Musgrove's in a groove. We got to get Darvish back in a groove because Darvish
1: needs to get back in a groove, and Snell needs to be who he. Snell is Snell's meet. coming around. It. Those seems are the top like. three guys, man. Yeah, those are the guys we traded for to be our top three anchor positions in this starting rotation. If we
0: play the Dodgers, I would. Be, I would very much consider throwing Snell out there too because Snell owned them in the World Series. He does. So he, if Snell was looking good, if he was in a groove, I would be totally okay throwing Snell.
1: That's such a crazy thing to say at this at this in this Padres climate. Yeah, that's a that is a hot take, scorching hot take.
0: That's fair. I know. You heard it right here on the Padres. <laughs> that guy's a gamer, dude, and I think. Again, this all depends on how he's doing in the months leading up to in the games leading up and to. And if we're at home or away. Right, in the in the one game wild card, but if he was pitching well like when Snell is on versus when Darvish is on, Snell is is our best pitcher. Ooh. If Snell is peak Snell, he's better than Darvish. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> peak Darvish, peak Snell. Peak Snell wins Cy Young. Peak Darvish doesn't.
1: He finishes second.
0: Yeah, he finishes second. <laughs> Ain't quite
1: All working. right, man, you're over here. There's steam coming off of you, dude. <laughs> These are some hot takes. Yeah, well, I don't disagree though. For the record, I don't disagree. I think I, when 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 uh, when Snell was on in the playoffs last year, he was it
0: was insane, shoving. and not. Uh, this is just another side benefit of having Snell start. That means Nola's in the lineup.
1: That's true. Think that's about true. that for a second. Mm-hmm.
0: So, something to consider. I, that's that's going to be the areas of focus that I would point out. Keep an eye out for the Friar Few. I'm
1: nice. trying to think if I have anything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I really think the minutes. 11 and 13, uh, 11, 11, and two, mm-hmm. 11 out of 13 games for the uh, the upcoming schedule, and then after that, after that, you got Philly, the mm-hmm. Dodgers, and the Angels.
0: Yeah, tough stretch.
1: Tough which stretch. Much tougher stretch. Trout might be coming back right around there. Well, that would be concerning. And then you go, and then you go, you get a break with Arizona, mm-hmm. which. Which can be a trap series, man. Exactly. These trap series are the worst. Oh, these games these that we easy teams in the middle
0: of, in the middle of these tough stretches. It's hard. Oh, these so games that we need to win, we need to win, and that we to. should win. Excuse me, we need to win. So that's that. I think that'll do it for us here on the Padres episode three. Prior to the most crucial stretch of games for us in Let's the hope, last decade. Yeah, let's hope the Friars show up. We'd love to at least get a home game for, for the wild card game against the Dodgers. So it's important that we start playing really well and, and getting things clicking even prior to Tatis's, you know potential return. So so that was Trevor Messenger. That's me. I'm Yneve Berkovitz. Thanks again for joining us. Uh, at The Padres, P-O-D-R-E-S on Twitter. Reach out if you think there's topics we should talk about. We're also open to having some guests on here. Let us know if you want to join. We'll be, what's we'll your be What's your personal handle? We'll Give be me back on here soon. My personal handle is at Yonki Y A U N K I. Mine's at Trevor Mess twenty two. I'm sure you can spell that. There you go. That'll do it for us. Thanks everyone. Later.